What's up, everybody? What's happening? It's your girl, Brittany Thompson, here with the She's Killing It Club podcast, uh, straight out of Birmingham, Alabama. This is a place where we discover and discuss the struggles and success of women from all backgrounds and industries on their journey in entrepreneurship. Uh, this is a podcast by women, for women, meant to inspire and motivate you to pursue your purpose without fear and doubt. So knowing that many millions of women paved the way before us allows us to have the confidence to pursue entrepreneurship and thinking outside the box. And we got a incredibly amazing special guest today. Her name is Jamisa McIver Bennett. She is happily married, honey. She's a 27 year old wife, mother of four and powerhouse with an amazing testimony. And guess what? She happens to be currently the deed holder of 20 properties with a little icing on top, y'all. All of them she has purchased with no mortgage. So I think she has something to say, baby, and some value to give. And let's get it, baby. Let's get to it. Welcome to the, to the podcast. And she's killing it, girl. What's up? What's up? What's up? Thank you for having me. That was the best intro. I feel like I want to make a mixtape now and let you do that all over again. You're going to be the first thing when they turn the CD on. I got you. <laughs> I'm coming after that. Hey, hey, do you, babe, because you got your own vibe. And I was like, when I first heard it, so y'all, for y'all that don't know, I actually first heard of Miss Jamisa on Clubhouse. I've been on Clubhouse for maybe two and a half, three weeks. And I think I may have heard her a week ago. And I was like, she's freaking dope she's killing it she's on this podcast so reached out to her and she was like i'm game i was like oh for real <laughs> so i'm super glad that you took some time out of your busy schedule and out of your life to uh, share a little bit of you know your story being you know where you came from how you got into entrepreneurship what you're currently doing and uh how people can connect with you so take it away boo tell us about yourself who is jamisa Jamisa is just Jamisa, believe it or not. It's super crazy. Um, you reach all these accolades and you do all of these great things. And sometimes people tend to lose the humility there, right? So everything you said in the beginning is me. A child of God first, then wife, then mommy. Um, I have four babies, a two-year-old, a four-year-old, a six-year-old, and an eight-month-old. So if you can count, that means every two years I was either pregnant or nursing or both. <laughs> Oh, yes, it's insane. I actually had my last baby, my baby girl, home in a quarantine. We had her in April in a pool. It was a whole vibe. No. My whole life is a vibe. I did. We, we'll talk about it, but yes, it was a whole vibe. Um, but to the world, I'm a real estate investor. One of the only of my kind, to be honest, and I do say that very humbly, 27-year-old entrepreneur. Um, I put all of my properties in cash. I was a cashier at ShopRite prior to this. And, I'm, and when I say prior to this, obviously I'm 27, so I haven't lived that long. This was only about five or six years ago. Wow. Um, yeah, and I was the greatest cashier in the world. Don't get it messed up. For those who are listening, this vibe was on the register, okay? And before I break down all of the crazy things that I have encountered and accomplished, I want you guys to know, I was a millionaire in my own right when I was a cashier. Okay, you have to be a millionaire in spirit and you have to be a millionaire in mindset first. The money comes after. When people say you can attract money, that's the real thing. 
So I would show up like, hi, yeah, you got your shop right card? Okay, you want paper, plastic? Like, my line was popping. Like, they want they want me to ring them up. Like, they liked me. That was a thing, because we're going to laugh, we're going to talk. Oh, you getting this? I eat this too. Like, it's a thing for me, right? So I was who I was before I got here. That's a real thing. Um, a lot of people, they want to be six and seven figure earners. They want a lot of stuff and they'll listen to six and seven figure earners and not listen, right? They hear what you're saying, but they don't get it. It starts to sound cliche. No, we say manifest, we say work hard. It's the, the stuff that we're saying is what it is, right? Exactly. People overcomplicate it. It can't be that because to be a millionaire, you have to be a millionaire. Yeah, bro. Yeah. <laughs> it's just that, right? Um, I started when I was 19 years old. I probably started way before that. What oh. happened is my grandmother added me to her deed. That's what happened. Oh. Out of all of the cousins that I had, out of all of the grandchildren that she had, I have some siblings too. Um, she chose me because I was always, like I said, I was who I was before I got here. Ambitious, very helpful, very intelligent. Um, I possess like the utmost integrity, everything I do. It's like one of those brutally honest things. I'm a Virgo, so I said what I said. Oh my God, did I hurt your feelings? I didn't mean to hurt your feelings, but I did mean to say it. Maybe I should have said it different. Like that's my whole thing. I have been that person for as long as I can remember. It's crazy. Like I can think back to being in school, elementary, and we would do group projects and I was always the leader. And I'm, you're not doing this right. Like you gotta put the solar system this way. That planet should be purple and dark purple. You got it to like add another shade. Like it was this, Literally is me, um, but I'm the eldest of 10 children as well, right? So when you're a big sister, yeah. So when you're a big sister, obviously it comes with the territory. We gotta get this together. This is how we're going to do things. I, I'm not getting no punishment because you ain't cleaning dishes, get it right. So it was already instilled to me, you know, at a very young age. Now, as I got old, older, obviously it began to evolve. Um, I always was the person who wanted more, would seek more. I was never a person to settle. Like even at ShopRite, I knew, okay, this is what I would tell myself. It's insane. Somebody gonna get in my line. They're gonna love my personality. I'm gonna get a better job. Like this is what I'm saying. Now I'm gonna be wow. a boss or I'm gonna probably buy a ShopRite. But I just knew that that wasn't it for me. Wow. Sometimes people allow where they are to dictate where they're going. Mm. Like if they don't see it, it's not there for them. Oh no, I got a lot of imagination. So I'm gonna figure something out, We, you know? because I never was like comfortable, never really get comfortable in your space. So she added me to the D because like I said, I was amazing um, and it was fine. You know, when she did it, I'm young. I don't even know what that means. We saw a notary, I signed my name. Mm -hmm. It was all good, bang. She passed away when I was 19. Oh. I know it was, it was a sad thing. And, but you know what? respectfully speaking. I can't say that I did it as much as others around me, but we took her for granted to an extent. Mm -hmm. Now I spent as much time with her as I could, but you know, you young, you're growing, and you feel like you had more time, right? The only thing that's promised is the next moment and the fact that we're all gonna die. So when people die, it's like, oh, life is short. No, you wasted time. Exactly. All you need is this one moment. How long or short do you want it to be? Kill it now, don't worry about later. And eventually exactly. a later will come and the work you put in now, you know, we'll show up for you later on. So luckily for me, I did do things with her, took her out to eat. I know I was taking food shopping, you know, stuff like that. So when she died, I was at more peace than some other people. Wow. She passed away. I was like, okay, I'm leaving. Because where I was, my husband now, he was my boyfriend at the time. Okay. We rented. 
So we had our own space. We were renting it though. And I was like, oh, this is free. No debt. It's good. We out. <laughs> right? Here's the thing. Oh, you know how much shoes I can buy if we don't pay rent? This is going to be legendary. I walk in the house. And you know, it hit a little different when the shores. It's like, okay, the place yes. of coaches was cool for grandma. But I don't feel like I want a sweaty butt when I get off my couch. Like, <laughs> I don't feel like I want to be stuck to the, you know, you hit the, uh, the drop cylinders was cool for grandma. But now that I'm looking at it, they don't even match. So that's cream and that's white. The panels on the wall, that was okay for grandma. Wow. You know, she hanging up her photos. But me, I need open concept. I am a millennial. Where's the recessed lighting? Hold on. Now we got a problem. <laughs> this is exactly what happened. I lied to you now. We're going to fix this. In my mind, that's what's going to happen. We're going to fix it. Till I realized, wait, I don't know how to fix anything. Do you? You're like, I can fix some stuff, but what you want? You want me to break the whole wall? Yeah, you can't break half of it, babe. What's up? Like, we got it. And you got to keep in mind, we are both young. I'm 27. He's 28. He'll be 29 next month. Wow. We don't know. Beavis and Butthead did not have a clue, but we had each other. What ended up happening was, we do what everybody else do. We try to find resources. Hey, you know, a contractor? Hey, you know, everybody's uncle, they fix houses, right? Everybody's uncle is a contractor. Yep. So everybody's uncle came on over to tell us. <laughs> <laughs> to break that wall it's gonna be ten thousand. To drop that cellar is gonna be fifteen. They pretty much said you better just keep it how it is because you can't afford it. That's what they said to us. That's what I heard. Wow. Anyway, right? Um, and that's when I was like, okay, this is not going to work. But in the midst of all of this, it's crazy. It's just so many like testimonies within this one thing that I couldn't see until I got out of it. And there's yeah. something to be said about that. When you are going through something, get through it. Try to pull a lesson out when you're in the middle, though. Because if you don't understand what's happening, you can't pass the test. God is going to test you before he bless you. If you're not looking at what he's trying to show you, you're never going to understand. So you're going to end up in the same situation. I know this sounds familiar to somebody. You end up in the same situation <laughs> all over again. It'd be a whole different thing, but the same thing at the same time. You're like, I feel like I just graduated first grade while I'm back. Well, <laughs> because you ain't passed the test. So that's how it was for me. You know, in this specific instance, this was my everybody can't go face mm. we get a habit we get a habit of pausing our blessings because we waiting for everybody else to catch up you know how you don't take that trip because your girlfriend can't afford the flight Girl. you're supposed to be at that seminar but since she can't come with you you ain't go god knows her address just like he knows your address if she was supposed to be on that plane you would have been you have to understand sometimes you got to go alone Noah had to build the ark he ain't had nobody he had to go alone you have to pay attention that's right. So what they had for us. So that's what happened. Everybody couldn't go because my family was like, ah, well, why'd she leave it to you? Well, well, what did you do? Did you bribe her? Yeah, with groceries from ShopRite. Like, hello? Um, <laughs> it, it was so crazy because it's starting to be said about being a millennial. You know, we record everything. I remember the day of um, us doing it, I was like a fake YouTuber. So I'm recording like, hey, today we're going to sign it. What's it called, Grandma? She's like, yeah, we're going to sign it. She's the most responsible person. Like, we're talking about it in, like, a blogging manner. However, that very video was what I had to use mm. to put stuff to bed. Because God will give you your weapons and your tools. You just have to know how to use them. So. Wow. It was that. They didn't really like what was going on. I was the youngest, obviously. I have aunts, uncles, a father, because that's my dad's mom. And they was looking at me like, well, what you going to do? I'm like, I'm going to make it work. <laughs> well, I'm not going to help. We're going to see. Let me see. Let me see you make it work. That was the thing for me. I was in one of the most vulnerable stages of my life. Not because I was overwhelmed by the property, but I was also pregnant. 
mm. with my second child and how she is now. If you ever have the pleasure to meet her, she was like that in utero. She said, yo, I don't really like it in here. Ain't no Wi-Fi. I'm trying to come out there with you. I said, wait, your birthday is not now. You got to wait a second. She said, nah, I feel like I can hear it popping out there. I'm trying to come out there and see what that life is like, right? So I'm going through trying to keep a baby in my stomach. I'm this big. When I'm pregnant, I'm this big. The so same size, just a big belly. It was horrible. Um, uh, I had squatters. Yeah. I can call them that, even though we're related. I had squatters. They were breaking the property. They unplugging the deep freezer so that the food could go best. Everything could smell weird. Um, we are actually paying utilities there so the contractors could have light and efficient things when they were coming to see it. Because when I say it was a sudden death, she died suddenly. That was her, her, her house. So, you know, utilities didn't even get cut off. So that was the thing. Um, and me being young and not knowing, I did not understand why my neighbor was even my neighbor. I mean, that house that I own, my grandma's house, that neighbor, because his house was beautiful, immaculate, three stories, rooftop deck. And his house looked just like the houses across the street. And when I'm just thinking about it, a couple years before that, there was no across the street. You could stand at one end of the block and see the other end because it was like everything was knocked down. And prior to that, everything was abandoned. Wow. But not at this time. Not at the time my grandma passed away. And at this time, everything was, it was like an episode of the Sims. Everything looked exactly the same. And I didn't know why. Um, and he was pretty frustrated because he would look out. He would call us, hey, they're back again. Hey, what do you want me to do? Up, oh, it's on trash in the yard. Hey, what do you want me to do? You want me to call the cops? Are you okay? You good? He was making sure we were okay. Right. Um, and one day he said, you know what? It's a lot for you. I could sell. You should probably sell it. Like, did you ever think about selling it? And I was like, uh, no. <laughs> the last thing she said to me, I'm going to tell you, she said, you're the most responsible one. I want this to be a place for everybody to go to if they need a place to live. She said, I don't want y'all fighting over it. And I don't want you to sell it. I want this to be the family house. The very thing she told me not to do was the thing he asked me. And I was like, she said, this is all we got. So I don't, mm -hmm. but something in me to not settle in part was like, this is all we have because nobody ever got more. Mm. All right, grandma, we about to see something. If I get it right, I'm going to know. If I get it wrong, you can flick my lights on and off and haunt me for the rest of my days. But I'm about to do it. <laughs> he gave me the card to his realtor. I call him. And mind you, I got many offers in the process of me vetting contractors. They would wow. say, this is a lot for you. Mother, let me take this off your hands. I need a lot of work. Because obviously, if I can't afford to pay them to fix it, they think I can't afford it. Right. Which they was right. Right. I give 50. I had people like, walk me to the truck. I get right to a check right now. <laughs> Common sense would have it that I said, no, because at ShopRite, we don't take personal checks. So no, sir, you won't bounce <laughs> my check. <laughs> Like, you know, just, just the things that I didn't know, but you know, you know better. You don't really yes. know, but you know. Yes. That was it. I didn't know, but I just definitely, I'm not going to walk you to your truck. Um, So that was it. When I ever sat down with that realtor and he said, yeah, we're going to list it at about 120, see what happens. What? I, I said, but they only said, it's only worth 50. Yo. I would get $40,000 off at $50,000. I think the max to my offer was like 60. He said 120. What? I said, you you want me to sign what? Now, here's the thing. I don't know what a real estate agent is. I have no idea. Yeah. But I do know that this comes with at least contractors and the company. So if something go wrong, I could at least say you did it. 
the uncle with the truck. I don't know what I'm gonna track you down by your license plate. I don't know where you live. You I don't know. So I signed the papers. It was great. Um, six or seven days in, we are at a bidding war. Nobody never even told me what that meant. Not the common sense part of me failed me that day because it wasn't a moment where I said, "Why do they want this so bad? What is this?" I just didn't. All I heard was, "We at one fifty two right now. That's the highest offer is cash." I don't even remember what else he said after that because I said that one. <laughs> like, oh, it's, you said him with the one fifty two. You said it's cash. In my mind, he was going to walk away with a bag full of money. I still didn't even know how that part worked, but signed the paperwork. We end up at closing, good to go. Got a check. It's insane. Oh my God. It has my name on it. This is my check. And I got a little bottle of champagne at closing. I was like, yay. This is something great. So, right after that, immediately after that, you get the stereotypes. You got this little black girl with babies and a boyfriend, right? No lie, that's what I'm saying. You can't let where you come from determine who you are, where you're going. You got to know that for yourself. Because if you leave it up to the world to tell you who you are, they're not going to ever get it right. Yes, yeah. So even if you got a guess, because maybe you don't quite know who you are yet, know that it's up to you to illustrate that. It is not up to society to determine who you are. Yes, ma'am. He said, I want you to meet somebody. Okay, great. We're friends now, so whatever. He takes me to this big glass building. We at the top floor. It's a financial advisor. He said, give me the whole check. The whole thing. Don't touch oh. it. What the huh? He said, we're going to put it in a Roth IRA. What the hell is that? All these letters. What the alphabet is happening? Put it in a Roth IRA. I'm going to invest it for you. I'm going to do all these great things. I said, so what if I like need it for something if there's an emergency? Oh, no. You can come and borrow from it. You'll be penalized. So now I'm in trouble for touching my own money. And what you say your name was again anyway? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm going to respectfully decline. Wow. They looking at each other because you know the rules to just made his commission. So it's a come up. He told this man, like, it's just, I'm telling you, she's sweet for it. I looked at that man and was like, no, no, thank you. Wow. So, well, what you going to do? It's the funniest thing ever because as humble as I am that day, I, I like channeled my inner Kanye West. I sure, I was, I'm going to buy houses. Like, duh. Like, that was a, uh, type of thing. I didn't know what the hell I was talking about, but I did know if one house got me that much money, I should probably go buy more houses. And I knew, and actually right now, I should probably tell ShopRite I'm not coming back. They probably looking for me like, where the hell is Jane? Jane Wait a minute. Year. You still had the job? You still had the same job? Still was a cashier at ShopRite. The only reason why I was off is because of the baby situation, because I was fully on bed rest. So they, they like, I'm right now probably still on maternity leave five years later. I think I should probably... Lots of people know. No, I got a funny story about that. But yeah, um, at the time I was still supposed to be working, and I knew like I'm not gonna do that. Like I, I don't have to. So now people miss opportunities because they don't show up. Like, hey, I'm an opportunity. How are you? No. Preach. The real thing. You are looking for something that can be right in front of you. I'm the type of person where if there's not a way that I can see, I'm gonna make a way. And then I end up realizing, oh no, God made the way all the time because all the stuff was already right there. Duh, so it's here for me. Most people miss that. Yes. It's dressed up as hard work, it's dressed up as decisions. It's, and you know, we human. If I could put the slack on somebody else, yeah, I'm going to be the victim all day. I can't do it because nobody taught me. I can't do it because I didn't know any better. Okay, that's fine. The system did fell us. It took a while to make that mess. It's going to take a while for them to clean it. 
However, at a certain age, it's called accountability. There's no way I'm not going to have something because somebody didn't give it to me. Ooh. There's no way that I'm going to let what I want be determined by what somebody can afford to give to me. You shouldn't make, uh, hold on, I'll be right back. Let me see something. <laughs> Especially when you start to procreate. So you're mm -hmm. telling me what my children have ultimately is in the hands of another person? Yeah. Well, how do you become a decision maker? Because let where the boss at? Okay, y'all can't find the boss. Guess he's missing. I'm going to sit in the desk till he come back. And that's exactly <laughs> what ended up happening. A lot of you not. So I'm yep. going to buy houses, sir. And I'm leaving. Where's the elevator? Get me out of here. I left. Um, yeah. And the realtor was like, no, no, no. Okay, I just want you to try one more thing. Sir, if it's another guy in a suit in another glass building, we're going to have a problem. Like, I'm telling you, don't you, I don't want to meet no more of your friends. No, it's this guy. It's going to be great. You want to buy houses? He's your guy. All right, let's meet your guy. I met the guy. Life-changing experience. He was an investor. Um, we looked alike, so it was great. Mm -hmm. Okay, so I could, all right, we could talk like people. I'm with that. Oh, you don't have a suit? It's a go. I knew it was fair game when we met at a bakery. He didn't even have an office. I said, bet. <laughs> this is how I like it. Straight gutter. I need to be somewhere relatable. I have to Absolutely. talk to a person that I can connect with. That's it. My That's the thing. I didn't even know it's called discernment. Some people call it intuition. There's so many different words for it. Mm -hmm. Whatever that feeling is on the inside, follow that. I don't care what you name it. That's going to be your key to the next step at all times. Sat down, met with the guy. Said, you want to buy houses? I said, yes. He said, um, what's your budget? <laughs> nobody ever told me you're not supposed to tell the truth about that part. I got 152. <laughs> tell nobody how much money you got. Oh, did you get a pre-approval? Pre-approval? No, cash it out. Horrible. <laughs> Obviously, I didn't say it like that, but that was the whole intention behind the conversation. Um, so yeah. And he looking at me like, if you don't mind me asking, where are you? Because he want to know. He's curious, right? I look young now. I look younger than, hey, little girl, who the hell gave you 150? Do they have more? So I start to tell him, of course, I tell him, I tell him like, I sold the house. I sold it in South Philly. It was great. Where was it? How much debt was on it? Oh, no debt. was my grandma. Blah. He got quiet. Did you know you could have sold that house for 350? <gasps> See, sir, no, because I would have been in front of you saying I have 350 instead of 150. So can we figure <laughs> out where the rest is now? Because it's just looking up like I'm coming up a little short. What'd your man do? Did he rob me? I don't, you know. Crash course. Um, at that very moment, he talked to me about equity. Well, no, because the value of it was 15 things that the gentrification. That's why the houses look like that. And they weren't there before. You have developers. I went to buy houses and I left with a million dollars worth of game, literally. Still bought houses, though. That was the thing. So that day, um, we discussed me purchasing three of the properties. I ended up purchasing all three. One had a tenant. So I'm a landlord now. This was a subject to do. Before I even knew the word, he said, what? I want 80 for this, but I need 20 to finish my other project. I said, I just really feel like me cutting you a $20,000 check. Because 80, that's half my money. I'm feeling weird now. I don't like this. Right. He's like, with a tenant already in there, she paying rent. She was paying 700 a month. The mortgage was 300 a month. He gave my seven. And then you said once it's all paid off, we good? Boom. I don't even know this person. Complete stranger. Subject to me, though. That's what we deal with that. <laughs> but another house from him for 6500 That house is still near and dear to my heart. Um, it's crazy. I had the house and never even walked into it because my husband went. And the pictures that he showed me, I was like, I ain't going in there. What the hell are you talking about? That's scary. It was a tree. We call it the tree house. It was a tree in the back. It was weird, scary. Didn't like that one. 
but it was cheap. I got it for 65 um, and he got it for 25 And I was like, well, how you get it for that? I'm buying this from you for this. What happened? He said, oh, yeah, I went to the auction. Bing. So I put that in my archive. So I lead my life being a student. Every conversation that I have, I want to take away something from it. So I'm listening to you and I'm collecting inventory of everything that you say to me. And I'm dissecting it later when I got time. So him saying auction to me was like, okay, figure out what that means later. You don't want to ask too many questions now. Don't be sounding stupid, right? But we're going to Google that when we're done here. <laughs> All right, so yeah. did that. Got the property. Um, and I ended up being like a friend. He's a friend now, but he's one of my greatest mentors. And it's crazy because I learned more in his mistakes than I did in the lessons that he tried to teach me. Because, you know, as a mentor, um, you get into situations where you see mistakes about to happen and you just want to shield the fall. Don't do it. Yep. But as a really good mentor, you have to let them fall so they can see how it feels to get back up. Me being a rebellious being that I am, I heard everything he said. I listened to them there, none of it, but I watched them. Wow. And I saw the things that he did or did not do. And I was able to articulate a path from that. Right, he don't even know. Like when I tell him, like I learned more from you making mistakes than I did from all of the because he gave me some short shot layups. Like, yeah, no, go ahead, do this and pull the equity. I was like, ah, now let me see what you're doing. <laughs> wow. Let me see what you're doing over there, right? It was a thing for me. Um, so out the gate, I had three properties. Bang, that one property alone with the tenant replaced my income definitely. So buy shop right, like give me a fur coat, make me please. I'm out of here, and now I'm going to learn. So I go on Instagram because that was a lesson too. Sitting down with him, I was able to differentiate investor from agent yeah. because I didn't know that they were two different things. Um, Cause I thought that after this, I had to go to real estate school because I said I'm gonna do real estate. I have to, boom. I did end up going to real estate school. I passed fundamentals and practice. So those are the two things that you, you pass in order to become an agent. So you do those first then you would take the state exam. As I'm in there, I already have multiple properties now. I'm in a class with people who's like, why is she here? Mm. I know some of the answers to the questions just because I'm actively getting things under contract and I'm, you know, moving around. And um, I realized that's not for me. That was more on the commercial side. I told y'all at this point, I'm still, that was my Kanye phase. We're going to call it the Kanye phase. Because what you mean I got to split my commission with the broker? My first deal got me 150 and it wasn't no 3% sales. What? Hello? No. I don't want to be here, but I did get to learn um, about contracts and stuff like that on the other side. So now when it comes to looking at contracts, I can say, nope, this is this and this, you know? So again, I stored that in my, my mental archive. Um, get on Instagram, anybody who had the word investor in the name, I didn't even bother to know if it was stocks or Bitcoin. You're an investor, we are a friend, okay? <laughs> I'm following all y'all. Wow. And um, I bumped into a guy, he was an investor. He posted this really nice house. Um, because I knew for a fact that Treehouse told me that I ain't ready for no full rehab. Like mm -hmm. just the anxiety that came with seeing it look like that, it just let me know. I'm gonna head on out. So I'm gonna mm -hmm. I'm gonna get the one that looks nice. It might be a little more, but I like those ones. Plus I have a tenant, so I need more. He posted a house that just needed some paint. You know, I feel like it had baseboard heaters and it was like one block of something missing in the bathroom. They had like the towel. So um uh, I said, okay, can, can I come see it? And it's crazy. He referenced them too, fast forward. But he told me a story because I was on his podcast the other day about the house. And I remember the intricate parts of it, which is I went, I said I liked it. 
I bought it um, in cash, obviously. When I was at the closing table, I see him and I see another guy. So I say, oh, you guys partners? And he said, no, that's the owner. Wow. All right, all right Instagram buddy, who the hell are you then? <laughs> oh, I'm a wholesaler. What's that? Wow. You signed an assignment contract. What's that? <laughs> all right, I signed the agreement to sell with him. I assigned it for you for 15000 Bang, bang, bang. So his assignment fee was 15000 So my wholesale lesson cost me $15,000 because I didn't know the difference between assignment and agreement to sell. Because mm-hmm. at real estate school, they don't even talk to you about assigning. They right. don't say all that. They close and say, if you can't get funding, you're not obligated. You can get your, what's that check called? Um, the earnest money. You know, the earnest money. They don't talk to you about investing. It was a different mm-hmm. conversation. So I learned at the table. I was like, oh, good come up. Cool. Mental note, girl, next time, please don't be signing no assignment contract. Next time, be signing an agreement to sell. As a matter of fact, you need to start making some assignment contracts so you can get 15 too. <laughs> I learned. You got to take everything with a grain of salt. Charge it to the game. So that's what it was. Mm-hmm. He said, so that was my version of the story. His version of the story was, you're very competitive. Somebody else came to see the house with you. Do you remember? I do. It was another person coming in. It was like, I want it. I was like, no, I want it. He said, I pulled out money. I was like, I'm ready. And he told me that's not how this works. When he said that, I had to go back like, did I do that? That's not like something I'm going to do. Because she's not about to be in here beating me. I said, I want it first. Why are you even here? Don't be having open houses. That's a tactic that they use to make you feel right. like you got to hurry up and buy something back. Then I know, but I wasn't going to lose. Right. I came in with the mindset that I was never going to lose. You have mm-hmm. to come in with that mindset. Luckily, he didn't rob me because he definitely could have took that lot of money. When he said it, I went back. I'm like, you did, girl. Pull out some earnest money. You you definitely was asking, why did I have that much money in my bag? I don't even know. <laughs> it wasn't the full amount of the house, but it was enough. And he was like, <laughs> and then he makes a joke of, they, they were calling me um, cashier check shorty. I was on everybody buyer list. I didn't even know what a buyer's list was. My God. Wow. This whole, it was just so much fun now that I'm thinking about it. I love it. So, okay. Get that house. That was my um wholesale lesson. Cool. And then I can't even remember. I think after that, that first year I picked up nine houses. I can't remember every person I bought a house from, but I can remember it being at a closing table all the time. Like all the time. And you had kids and a husband. Like I did. Well, he was my boyfriend still. We didn't get married. I feel like we got married uh, at the end of next year. Okay. We went to Vegas. It was like two in the morning. And we was like, we should get married. Like, this is going to be fun. <laughs> it's going to be fun. I had on, like, a cami and some sandals. I feel like he had on Tim's. And he's like, yeah, we should. We, come on. We're going to really do it. You, you serious? Because I'm serious. And I was like, yeah. Let's... So we went to the courthouse because it's open 24 hours. They signed paperwork. We had our stuff. Um, we had this efficient, which I promise that I feel, I feel as though he um, had on a graduation gown. Now that I'm thinking about it, he, he definitely looked the part, but it was odd. And why are you here two in the morning? It was scary, but we got married. He bought a ring from the, the hotel we were staying at. Now that I think about it. Girl, that's <laughs> I love it. That's crazy it was, good. It was crazy. It was crazy. I came back from Vegas, married, and with another baby, which I found out later, but yeah. So <laughs> that's, that's what it was. And you know, every step of the way, I would run ideas by him. Mm. And it, it's something to be said about that too. Cause I got married, well, we, cause we're both young. We got married relatively young, right? Yep. And you have people that's afraid of that. Now there are pros and cons to being married young. However, 
if you are sure, then get it done. Because it wasn't always beautiful roses. Like, it's Mr. and Mr. Smith sometimes. I'm a bloodhead crip. It's horn, right? <laughs> but y'all get to grow together. Right. Make room for mistakes. Make room for growth. This is not build a bear. You cannot build a person. And what I respect about him is he gave me space to be myself Ooh. so that I can find myself. Ooh. That's the thing. <laughs> then when you're older, it's a little different. God said it's supposed to be equally yoked. I think we skipped that part. Um, we became who we are. So we evolved together. When you're a little older, it's like, no, find yourself first and then find me. Because when you like 30 and 40, you already set in your ways. We got to make sure this is a match. But right. when you're young, 18, 19, we don't know. But we can figure this out together. Wow. You understand? Everybody's going to come with stuff at different stages in your life. Anyway, like whether you start dating at 17, whether you start dating at 78, it doesn't matter. People are going to come with stuff and you're going to have to spend time to work through that stuff. Marriage is nothing short of just a partnership, a lot of respect and friendship if you do it right. That's my friend first before everything else. But that's my homie. I'm like, bro. Sometimes I'll be like, bro. It's to the point where our kids be like, bro. I'm like, oh man, we should, we should probably not but yeah so like that's the real thing he gave me room to grow he gave me input when I need I don't think this is a good idea he was the first person I was like yo you're not charging enough he saw value and work for me when I just didn't understand what he was talking about no I can't charge that much he looked at me like okay and the same thing that he's telling me that I should be charging I end up doubling it and he just he's heavy on I told you so he's an Aquarius so he was born as Kanye West. I don't know what the hell. Like I had to come into my Kanye. He met me as Kanye. It was odd. But um, yeah, you you definitely need good people around you. Yeah. Now it might not necessarily be an intimate relationship, but everything that you put in, that you know what they say, what you put in is what you get out. That's the same thing. All your intake via friendship, via the food, all of that stuff, whatever you consume your time with, yes. make it make sense. If you hanging around a buster 24-7, I'm not marrying him. We ain't ready. If he's not prepared to lead you now, mm. how can he lead you later? Because he might be able to lead you now in different things. It might not be million dollars and all of that crazy stuff. But his, his qualities are there. I always believed it. You hire character. You train skills. Mm. If you solid, we good, and we're going to figure out the rest. So that's what it was for me. He like, you about to buy a house? Cool. Okay. You about to do this? Cool. His dad was a contractor. Well, it is. I can't say was. My father-in-law is a contractor. Um, so he knew a little bit about it. Now, yeah. my father-in-law, his contract is different. He do like pharmacies and stuff like that. So he was like a big fish. He was a big fish. And I think he forgot how it felt to be a small fish. So we had to figure those parts out. <laughs> we had to definitely work out the kink. Thanks. But um, you, you just enjoy the journey along the way. Like, I, I can see my growth. That's what makes it so crazy. Like, I could see, it's like watching a movie. Like, damn, this is me. And it's, it's, I take pride in saying, I'm not the same person right now that I was a couple of months ago. I'm not the same. It's, it's sick. Like, I remember having my first six-figure month. I couldn't do nothing but cry. And then when I was crying, as I got it all, <laughs> I remember when I cried when I sold that first house. When I sold my girl, I got that first check, I cried. I just, it was like in, insane. So, all right, we had the, the one year mark, got the nine houses. 
obviously, y'all know what happens. I'm house rich and cash poor. I'm going to call a spade a spade. I was dead pop. And I had all these houses. Some was rented out, but the vast majority, because I was getting them so low needed work. I was like, what do we do now? He's like, I don't know. Well, we do play Monopoly. You got to sell something. Like, right. I got this phobia of selling, though, because when I sold my grandma's house, it was like, yep. you got to gain everything. You, you got to, you know, we ain't selling nothing else. We did it one time. We're not doing that again. He like, yo, so uh, what you going to do? Because, yeah. <laughs> oh, you're right. I'm going to sell something. Let me see. <laughs> so we, we take the weakest link. We sell it. Use the profits to fix it up. And that's how I um, ended up just being debt-free for so long. Wow. And um, I just didn't like the idea of, again, that's the verbal on me, relinquishing too much control. Mm. I just didn't like that. And I still don't. I mean, people are like, oh, PM, other people's money. No, I am the OP. I'm giving you my money, make interest, but I'm not about to have a person just, you owe me. No, I don't. What are you talking oh. about? What, what you don't own, you don't control. You heard what I said earlier. I ain't about to have my life and future dictated by the decision maker. I am the decision maker. It's going to take you longer if you do it cash. It's going to make you sacrifice some things if you're, you're doing things in cash. It's going to get tight some days if you're doing stuff in cash. But guess what? When a pandemic comes, you're going to be looking at everybody else, that old people like, <laughs> what happened? You're going to be looking at people like, I'm in foreclosure. Like, damn, we'll win a date. Like, it's, it's different. Like, it's just it's different. Um, When you are the decision maker, I'm not against leveraging. I'm okay with that. But if you listen to any great investor, they're going to tell you, make your money work. Right for you. That's right. The whole time we like OPM. That's the people who making their money work for them. What you gotta understand is you are on one side or another of this generational wealth thing. Everybody's gonna tell you, oh, real estate's not for me. Da, da, da. It might not be, but ownership is for you. Right. Where you live is for you. How is real estate not for you? You can't eat without it. Your farmer, <laughs> your farmer, the farm that you get your food from is <laughs> real estate. That's somebody's exactly. land. Exactly. Air rights. The air you breathe is real estate. Literally takes part in real estate. You drive out of your house to drive what real estate. You on Route 124 real estate. It's not a thing that you could do in your whole entire life that does not involve you born in a hospital. That's the building. You die, you get buried. I don't know if they know how much real estate consumes our entirety, but when I hear real estate not for me, I sip my tea. Y'all, you remember the thing? <laughs> mm. Okay, so why it's not wow. for you? Let me just, because you're one or the other. Like, okay. I love to say you're just a have or have nots, and it's not money. You have a certain mindset, mm-hmm. or you do not. You, how could you say, oh, I got a good job, I got a pension, I got a 401k, and today hire a robot? <laughs> what you got now? Social Security, I retired my great-grandma because of this whole real estate thing. She'll tell you, if it wasn't for you, Jamisa, I don't know how I would even survive. The, what they give you for Social Security and pension Pennies. is not enough. And she retired three or four times formally because she had one job at the candy factory. She did that bang. Then she worked at the post office. Then she worked at a daycare. So she retired. Right now, she's retired, retired. She's done. Ayo, don't you act. We're going to do this instead. Okay? <laughs> so I know how it is. And I think that we um, have been trained up to be victims. Or we mm. have trained up to just rely on the people who do the hard work a company is nothing but a small business that evolved it was it's nothing but an llc with a couple years tax returns and a real bomb behind business plan yep. that's all it is 
why not let you do it? Generational wealth is for you because even if you don't build it for your family, that company you work for, baby, they is the Rothschild. The, yep. What is Bank of America? What is Wells Fargo? What is Chase yep. Bank? Where did those things derive from? So everything that you shine away from is you playing a part anyway. You just on the wrong team. Exactly. OPM is good when you are the other people. Credit is good when your money is what's being utilized as credit. Listen. People say you got to have a great credit score. It's good for leverage if you are strategic. However, sometimes if you play it wrong, and excuse my language, because I know we're live, having good credit, if you ain't doing it right, you ain't nothing but a house nigga. You just tell them I pay my bills on time, master. Okay. And what else? What do you pay your bills on time do for you? Because they gave you a credit card, which is plastic. They gave you imaginary numbers. Here's your $20,000 limit. You ain't see it yet. You swiping it. You ain't see it. And then the real money that you worked for, you are using to pay the credit card bills for that imaginary money. Not once did you say, damn, I'm gonna do a cash advance to my house with this credit card. Not once did you say, damn, if I get a business, that ain't even me. Let me just use my, my alter ego over here. Cause my LLC, I got a lot of alter egos. When I switch wigs, I switch businesses. Hey, so you go get a hundred thousand, you go get a hundred thousand and you go get a hundred thousand. Wow. And then do it with all five banks. Donald Trump is the same. He's not my guy. I did not vote for him. However, we paid a lot of attention to what we didn't like about him. His, aunt, mm. his hair was orange. He liked little kids. He was a bigot. He's sexist. He's racist. He's all of that. We never realized that he went bankrupt a million and one times and still had money. Yep. And still making money. We never realized why his tax returns reflected that he paid $12,000 for haircut. For hair, he don't even have. Um, but he's supposed to be bankrupt. We never paid attention to that. It's like, We'll let the media funnel what we give our attention Ooh, to. Girl, you better stop. Now you're telling too much truth now. You better stop. I'm telling you, that's the, that's the real thing. And then we fall victim to it. They are distracting us from the bigger picture. He, all his LLCs went bankrupt. All his companies went bankrupt. And then he made more. And, that, and that's what happened. So, okay, for me, I'm like, oh, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this right. We never paid attention to where the wealthy store money. I want to see what they do. Exactly. Let me see what y'all do with y'all money. Exactly. Oh, insurance policies. Because to a black person, you get life insurance. So when you die, right. we don't have a fish fry. To a white person, I'm going to utilize the life benefit as well as the death benefit of my policy so that my money is protected and it's hidden. And I'm accruing the minimum interest rate you can get with an insurance policy. It's four percent. I'm preferred platinum at Bank of America and get zero point zero zero. It's so many points of zeros. I'd be like, okay, I put just <laughs> enough in there so it look cute when they looking. But you know what I'm doing with my money? My babies are babies. Okay, board of trustees. This is what we're going to do. We're going to put things in trust. Okay, we're going to do it this way. Mm. And it's not because somebody sat down and talked to me. My grandma gave me a house. She didn't give me a plan. It was up to me to make it. Wow. But I didn't say, oh my god. She didn't tell me what to do. No, I figured it out. You did enough. That's how we, we pray. We ask God, okay, God, help us. Help us. He sent help. God, more help now. Okay, you gave me the help. Now give me the, I don't know, he'd be up there like, I'm not taking no more orders. He put the sign up out for lunch. It has to be a, a line that he's drawn there. I promise you, because it's nothing like, it's just insane. So anyway, I just learned as I went along, I heard something, I Googled it. I heard something, I Googled it. And it's crazy because they ran their race. It's up to them to pass the baton and they did that. My great grandma, uh, whom I'm speaking with, I mean, speaking about that I retired, 
she has insurance on everybody and she wants to sell something like you can borrow against her, your policy blah 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 her knowledge didn't take her to a point where she knew what type of policies they have how much you could borrow she didn't but she knew to get a policy mm-hmm. okay so while we're here let me see what type of you get what i'm saying right now i do more work i further the advancement of my legacy and now when it's over for me my kids gonna say no you don't do that you do this instead and when they run their race, you get what I'm saying? That's how it goes. If we focus on what they took away from us, we don't have time to focus on the opportunity that we have to gain. You miss the whole thing. Like I listen to people and it's all slavery, it's all circus, and we complain. I was on Crazy. Clubhouse the other day and I got in trouble. They ain't like me on there. Um, <laughs> they, they was like, yeah, <laughs> what they say? They don't give people good roles and movies. You don't see black families. You don't see the music that we hear. It's just to tear women down. It tells us to kill each other and disrespect women. But we still listen to it. Without plays and screaming, they can't make music. And hey, you guys, you do work for a white label. Without y'all making music, they can't sustain. You got to stop where you are. You got to look at yourself, girl. Stop watching the movies. Stop watching them. If you don't like what they showing, stop watching them. That's it's right. Real. And I got audition for roles and they don't give it to me. Okay. Collectively, start your own private screening. Hey, like, you only going to get what you accept. That's period. Right. I don't care what it is in this world, but yeah. everything is to be gained. I'm telling you, when you get that mindset, because you're going to die anyway. That, when I make decisions, I'm like, how likely is this to kill me? Okay. I'm going to survive shit. I'm about to try it. That's it for me. I can lose money and get it back. If I lose time, I ain't gonna never get that back. Nope. I am super, now I'm not impulsive. I'll say right now I'm calculated, but still heavy on the decision-making. Heavy on the, let me see what this is gonna look like. I'm about to try, I, I, I can't help myself. Right. I hear something, I'm like, what's next? Bang, especially if it makes sense. Right. The things you do day to day obviously makes sense to you because you're doing it. You go to Wawa, get stock in it. You shop at Walmart, get stock in it. You have to live and die, get life insurance. Like, duh. It's the things that you do that you don't even realize that you're doing because it was structured and designed for you already. And we so comfortable walking in somebody else's light that we don't even try to shine on our own. I'm not above <laughs> learning, but I'm not going to let my knowledge stop at what somebody else to teach me. I could try something else. Like, what if an inventor never put two things together and made a spark? We wouldn't have whatever they came up with, you know? So I'm real big on that. I have always been big on that. I love, um, I love it. And, I and my strategy is really simple. That's that's it for me. I, I, I love, I, you know, some interviews, you know, you do the back and forth, but some of these interviews, you have to let the person run because you, girl, you have given too much, honey, too much. You've given so much. And you're 27 years old. Queen, it's 50 year olds that are not even 10%. Like you, I'm quite certain you know more than me and I'm only, what, I'm 34. Like, this is insane. Okay, so you've given us an incredible background. The mindset, the network, the fact that you don't wait for somebody to feed you because you're going to go get it, that's paramount. People get stuck on excuses and what they can't do because somebody else, yeah. like you address that. That's, that's amazing. So uh, I, I know we're getting close to time. What I want to do right now is I want to go into where you are now, where you want to be, okay. and, and how how you're helping other people. Like, what what, what is it? What do you? Because I know you touched on it a little bit with coaching and things like that. But I want you to go into that because you got a lot to offer. Okay. Um. So where I'm now, 
I am home. <laughs> Literally, Tommy ain't got no job. I am. Uh, <laughs> I'm at home. Being my wife and mom. And you said coach. I did that, but I'm a firm believer of giving man a fish, he'll eat for a day. Teach a man a fish, he'll eat for a lifetime. So I'm real big on courses. I have recorded so much in my journey. Um, and it's here, it's on, it's on Roosevelt University, but how to form an LLC. Okay. How to get life insurance policy and access a million dollars tax free. How to become a landlord, how to get certified for section eight, how to do transitional housing where the government pays you for veterans or mentally ill people or elder people up to 18,000 a month. Um, how to get business credit, how to utilize business credit. The, uh, anything you could think of as an investor, Rosebud's Investments is that. I named the company Rose Buzz Investments because my grandmother's name was Rose. Ah, um, that's ask. where it came from. Yes, yeah, so her name was Rose, and she planted the seed, and the rose grew, literally. Mm-hmm. And I just carry on a mission. Um, I'm a one-stop shop for a beginner investor, and when you think about it, it's really simple. You're only four types of people. You can only ever be one of four. You are somebody that has money and credit. You are somebody that has credit, no money. You are somebody that has money, no credit, or you are somebody who does not have either of the two. You can't, there's nothing else. You have it or you don't. You have a little bit or a lot, one of the two. What Rosebud's Investment does is we figure out what type of person you are. Ooh. Very transparent company. We gonna, It's all confidential. We're not even here to be in your business. We just need you to respect what it is so you can figure out what to do. Some people, my credit score is bad. That's because you owe Comcast for 150 years. They ain't gonna forget you owe them. If you know you owe them, figure it out. Either you gonna dispute it, remove it, or get on that arrangement. It's one of the two. But you let 30 minutes worth of work give you 30 years worth of bad credit. Right. For what? You scared to face it. Just look it in the face, tear it down. Every problem has a solution. So we, we talk to these people. Hey, what's your credit score? How much money do you have? What's your short-term real estate goal? What's your long-term real estate goal? Based off the answers, it's a step-by-step blueprint. Like a GPS. You're starting here, you want to go here. In the meantime, step A is this. Whether it's build your buyer's network, whether it's flip the house to build capital, whether it's go to the auction and get a $1,000 property. But it's whatever fits you at the time, but you leave with a blueprint. Yes. Because all you need is a plan. And that's what most people are missing, the planning part. They're so overwhelmed with a bunch of stuff. Like, it was crazy. I um, told you I did a speaking engagement yesterday, and I had a person come up. And I handed them a bunch of just apples. I said, don't put it down. Hold as many as you can. She was holding it, holding it, holding it. Went in my wallet and pulled out money. I said, here, take this. She like, she can't trying get to it. get some money. She can't. I said, why? Wow. Because I'm holding all this stuff. I said, you're not holding stuff. You're holding on the bull stuff. All the stuff that's taken away from your productivity. Spending 80 hours food shopping. You spending 80 hours on Instagram. Put, put it down. Here you go now. Now you can hold it. Right. And then we went from there. Most people can't get what's trying to be given to them because they're not in a position to receive it. They are blocking their own blessing. You have to be able to receive it. So my thing is I put it in right and I make it plain. That's what the word says. Make it plain, put it in writing. Here we plan. Now the only thing that's stopping you from where you are and where you want to go is execution. Now you know what to do because it's a bunch of people, it's a bunch of gurus, it's a bunch of podcasts, it's a bunch of YouTubers. I've read so many books when I was pregnant with my first child. Nothing prepared me to push out a human being. The book said, 
the ring of fire. Your word is going to break like I, I it said that. I went to childbirth class. We was there together. It said that. When it was time to push, you would have thought that I didn't even know I was pregnant. Push what? Where is this baby about to come from again? Like, that's what I'm saying. That's life, though. That is life. Like, experience is the best teacher. Can't nobody tell you how this is going to go. Like, I can give you an idea what's about to happen, but I, I don't, you're going to have to do that for yourself. Right? Oh. So you can give them the plan because the strategy is the strategy. Real estate is too simple to be complicated. People live in houses all the time. Those houses, doors, and money. So <laughs> that's what we do. We I plan it. it. We strategize it for you. Knock it out. That's our primary service. That's the real estate investment. We call it a cohort because now we got to do a group set of time. Five, five, five. Because I was going to spread myself thin. I was doing 50 of them a day. I was like, I can't breathe, y'all. So, you know, we do that. Um, And the other service that we offer is tax lien because I love him. I told you when I got the $6,500 house, he said he got it for 25. It piqued my interest. I went to the auction and they did nothing else ever since. Wow. $1,700 house, got a seven unit for 2000, got a house for 500. This can't be real. <laughs> this can't, what? So the vast majority of my popularity and success came from me helping people get $600 houses. I'm talking about, I don't care where you went, who you are, where you worked at. We're going to get $600. we going to save it. We're going to go to this auction and flip that $600 property and make some more money. And it was wildfire after that. She's the girl. Because, you know, you say $600 houses, they like, what else? No, ain't nothing else. And I believe in it so bad, I'm going to go to the auction with you. Because, you know, I told you mm-hmm. I was Kanye. You want to see? I'm going to show you. Let's go. Right? Come on. Let's go. It's crazy because they start calling people like she's she's not lying. <laughs> Yo, bro. Yeah, wow. it's yeah. That was the thing. So wow. Those who are um this because I don't offer many services. So I got that. Uh, I'm a nice. private lender. I told you about the OP. I talk about how I live it. It ain't much, but it's enough. That's exactly it's, what a, a beginner would need. It's blessed. It's that's what that is. That ain't nothing but. Favor on you, favor on your family. <laughs> yes, it is. I'm serious. There is an anointing, and everything that you continue to touch will be blessed. Period. In the name of Jesus, I claim that. <laughs> Thank you, Queen. You have given so much value. I'm. A, I, I don't even want to let you go. I want to keep going, but I don't want you to give too much away because I want you to come back, honey. <laughs> Yo, you don't even have to ask twice. You, uh, listen, from the very beginning, I was like, yep, it's a, it's a connection. And like I said, you got to go with what feels right. You, we so focused on creating a plan for stuff like life. Like, I don't know. It has to be perfect. It has to be right. No, just have fun with it. Like, that's the best part of it. You don't want to bog yourself down with stress. You want to live a little before you die, too, you know? So dope. So tell me this, because I'm sure people are going to come for you. Now, I'm sorry. Your DM's about to get swarmed again. I'm, I'm just throwing that out there. Tell the people how to reach you, the best way to contact you, to learn more, to be able to participate in your courses, um, that type of thing. Let them, let them know where to find you, babe. Call Brittany, because she don't want to got me. You <laughs> <laughs> do that, too. You do that, too. <laughs> um, everything is Rosebud's investment. So okay. the website is www.rosebudsinvestments.com. Both words are plural, so it's the S at the end of the rosebud. Um, my Instagram is rosebudsinvestments. I go live every so often, and I do this literally just give your game and then go to sleep. I always do it at nighttime. I gotta get it all up. Um, the phone number is two six seven four one nine rose. 
you can actually call the office. I have staff that will be able to assist you and tell you which, you know, what you should book, what you, you know, all of those things. The university is there. So once you go on Rosebud Investments, you can type Rosebud University at the top. It's all of the courses that I mentioned wow. um, a few minutes ago. Wow. Write the vision to make it plain. That's it's right there. That 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 is normally I have a signature question. Judy, <laughs> you're gay. Nah, so you got you can't treat me like that. You gotta come up with one. I want to be like everybody else. Okay, I I got you. I got you. All right. So the signature question is, what does influence mean to you? Influence means to well to me, um, it means the projection for me. So I'm gonna say when I influence somebody. Um, I do it by just being my authentic self. So I'm projecting my good energy and my life on somebody else. Because if I can do it, you can do it too. So it's about being authentic first. It's not the followers. It's not what people think you are. Influences me coming alive sometimes with my straight back because I didn't put my wig on. Influences is me saying, hey, kids, letting the moms out there know, bro, you can do both. They say you can't have it all. Obviously, God gave it all to you. So, yes, you know, yes. that's what it is. For me, influence is the ability to give somebody validation in their own space. Like, it's okay that you are where you are and just own it. So dope. I expected nothing less than greatness from that question. And you delivered, honey. Thank you so much.